Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Unconventional Wedding Podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm in the middle of planning my own unconventional, surprise, budget, micro-wedding in the middle of a pandemic. If you would never force anyone to join a bride tribe, you're in the right place. So today I want to talk all about wedding parties. Um, Note here, I'm going to use the term wedding party. They're often written referred to as the bridal party, but just in the spirit of being more inclusive, let's call them the wedding party. So this episode is all about why I won't have a wedding party. Some of my reasons, um, but I just want to start off by saying absolutely no judgment if you had a wedding party, if you plan to have a wedding party. I know traditionally most people do, so odds are that's you. Um, This isn't a judgment episode. I'm not here to shame you for your choice, make you feel bad about it. Just here to offer another perspective. Uh, If you're you're on the fence about it, if you're thinking about it, and you're looking for some reasons in either direction, that's what this is for. I will also say I have been in wedding parties before, and I've had a ton of fun. So this isn't me complaining and saying that, okay, you know, I hated that and all of my friends are the worst but just offering another perspective, something slightly unconventional. So let's get to it. Okay, so the first reason why I'm not gonna have a wedding party is just really logistical. I am planning a surprise wedding at the moment, COVID willing, we'll see what happens. But with a surprise wedding, it's a lot harder to have a wedding party. I did hear on another podcast a situation where they had a surprise wedding and the night before they invited all of the people that they did want to be bridesmaids and groomsmen or attendants, whatever you call your wedding party. And they said, surprise, we're getting married tomorrow. 
and you're in the wedding. And they had actually purchased all of these, you know, dresses and suits and outfits for their wedding party to go through and to select, you know, their outfit for the next day. So that's, you know, that's cool. But part of the reason why I want to have a surprise wedding, which I've shared in a previous episode, is to get rid of some of that uh, extra stress and extra planning and stuff like that. So I have no intention of pre-purchasing a bunch of dresses and suits and stuff for my friends and surprising them with, uh, I guess, the honor of being in a wedding party. Not my thing. Um, the other hand, another, you know, logistical point is my best friend and my sister uh, and my brother live on the other side of the country. And I've been in weddings where I have been a bridesmaid on the other side of the country. And it's difficult. It's tough. You know, you're not there for a lot of the events. I wasn't able to attend a lot of the pre-wedding events. I wasn't able to go to a lot of, you know, dress fittings or alterations or helping out with, you know, whatever it is that wedding party usually does. Um, so it's difficult. So I would have a really hard time if the majority of my wedding party people happened to live really, really far away from me and weren't available in the months leading up to my wedding. Um, but outside of logistics, there are some other reasons why I won't be having a wedding party. First of all, this is going to sound wrong, but I don't like the idea of a wedding party standing up there when I'm getting married. To me, a marriage is between two people, right? It's you and your spouse. And it's, it's not a thing of that I want all eyes on me because I really, really don't. I hate that. I am horrified about the idea of everyone staring at me while I inevitably cry and <laughs> hold my partner's hand and, and lose it up there. But it seems so strange to me that the wedding party would also be there. Like when I'm looking into my future husband's eyes behind him, I see his best friend from high school and his brother who we only see at Christmas and a cousin I've met three times. Like, you know, I'm standing there and vowing myself to this person for the rest of my life, talking about all of the promises that we want and all the things we're looking forward to. And behind him, I see all these people who I'm like, mm, yeah, I got drunk with you once or twice. Or, oh yeah, we get to see each other, you know, a few times a year. It's just strange. Like to me, I don't really understand why the wedding party would be up there if they're not really a part of our relationship. Um, if anything, you know, I would think my parents should maybe be up there or, you know, people we spend a little bit more time with, especially, you know, there's some situations where the wedding party, sometimes they don't even know the other person. You know, I've been in wedding parties where I've maybe had two conversations with the, you know, the, the other spouse, the person I'm not super close friends with. And that just feels odd. Like, why am I standing up next to you while you say your vows and have this really special moment? And I barely know you, you know, I don't know your middle name. <laughs> like, I don't know your birthday. That's, that's weird to me. Um, there is, you know, another option with this I've seen in some weddings, they'll have the wedding party walk down the aisle, but then take a seat in the first row. And I think that's a really nice way of still including the wedding party, but saying, hey, you know, this moment when we say our vows, and we hold each other's hands, and we have the first kiss, that's just going to be between the two of us. So another thing I think is really important when it comes to the wedding party is just questioning the tradition. In fact, that's my philosophy for really all of wedding planning. And the whole point of the unconventional wedding planning podcast is to question those traditions. Like we don't need to be doing things just because that's how they were done, or that's how someone else did them. But just really take a step back and say, okay, why do I feel the need to put my five best friends all in the same dress? Why do I need to have photos with all of those people? You know, like, why, why am I going to get 50 photos back from my photographer of my cousin and my best friend and my sister and my three sorority sisters? And then I'm going to get, you know, two or three photos with my mom. Like, that's, that's so strange to me. You know, 
keep asking questions. Why are they standing up there with you? Why are they sitting at the special head table? You know, really look into it. How did wedding parties start? What was the what was the purpose of them? You know, we've heard those stories of, oh, it was to, you know, trick, I think, trick the demons so they don't know which one is the bride. That's why they all used to wear the same. Oh, sorry. My dog wants to be included. <laughs> but it was something about needing to trick the demons away from finding out who the bride was by dressing all of the girls in the exact same white dress. Um, but obviously that's not an issue anymore, hopefully not an issue. So why are we still doing it? Why are we still putting our friends in matching outfits and standing next to us? It's, it's weird. And you know, when else in my life have I cared what my friends are wearing and dictated what they wear? Never. Like, it's just, it's very strange to me. Another reason why I'm not interested in having a wedding party is because I don't want to make my friends and loved ones have to pay a lot of money or use up a lot of their time. Like I said, I've been in a couple wedding parties and I loved the experiences, loved the couples, but they were expensive. You know, you have to buy, I know this isn't the same in, in all cultures and all countries, but in my case, I had to buy the outfits. That was a couple hundred dollars on a dress. I had to buy new shoes. I had to pay for my flight there and back. I had to pay to get my hair done, to get my makeup done. I had to pay for a hotel room. I also flew out for some fittings and other pre-wedding festivities. So those were, you know, flights and hotel rooms and outfits. There was the gift. Um, it really adds up. You know, I think I spent a couple thousand dollars to be at each wedding. And that's, that's huge. You know, I've never spent a couple thousand dollars on a friend before. Um, maybe, maybe I'm a horrible person, but that's never, you know, an amount I would be comfortable spending on a friend's birthday on, on anything really. And I think that's such a huge ask when we, um, put somebody in a wedding party, we're kind of putting all of those extra costs on them. And even if you say, oh, you know, I'm going to pick a really cheap dress. Like it just keeps adding up, especially if the person does have to fly to be at the event. Um, it's really expensive. And then it's also, it's a ton of time. You know, it's not just the day of the wedding, you know, oh, showing up early, staying late. There's going to try on the outfits. There's all the fittings. There's all of the pre-wedding parties. If you have them, you know, planning those parties as well. There's tons of work beforehand, possibly some work afterwards. And a lot of couples I know like to get their wedding party involved in helping with the favors or the programs or setting up at the, you know, at the site or whatever. So it's really, it's a ton of time. Um, and personally, I'm not super comfortable asking my friends and loved ones to, to spend that much time and spend that much money on my wedding day. And it's not that I don't think they would do it because they, I'm sure they would. And, you know, I did it for people that I love. Um, I just, I'm just not comfortable asking that. I don't, I don't feel good about it. It's not something that I would want them to do. It's not something that I value. I would much rather spend time with them in another capacity, you know, put those thousands of dollars towards brunch for the next couple years. <laughs> another reason I am anti-wedding party is because of the drama. No matter, you know, how you do it, unless unless you really do just have the chillest group of people or it's just, you know, you and your two sisters or something, even then there's always a little bit of drama. Essentially when we pick our wedding party, we are ranking our friendships, right? Like we're saying, okay, these six friends are much more important to me than everyone else. And inevitably some people get left behind and that's hard. That sucks. Like, why are we 
picking and choosing between our friends. And then even worse, you know, sometimes you'll elevate someone of the wedding party to maid of honor or best man or whatever you choose, you know, whatever titles you're choosing. And that's another ugh, like dramatic moment of why do we, why do we have to rank our friends? Why do we have to tear them and have to let them know that, okay, you're my number one friend. You're my number three friend. Sorry, you didn't make the cut. Like, that's just, ugh, I hate that. It feels very high school to me. Um, and then there's the other drama, you know, there's just, there's so much that goes into organizing a wedding and it's tough enough when it's just the couple and their parents, but then add to that, you know, six or seven friends from all over the country, from all different stages of life, all different ages, different bodies. And it's just, there's so much that goes into it. I'm part of a few wedding groups on Facebook and every day there are countless posts about bridesmaids drama or groomsmen drama. Oh, they haven't ordered their dress. This person's not helping with this. Like it's just, it becomes a super big headache. Um, you know, everyone's involved in these giant chat groups of, okay, send pictures of your shoes. Let's make sure they're the right shade of blush. And okay, who's free on this day to do this party? Who's going to organize it? Who's, you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of drama. It's a lot of extra stress. And even if you have, you know, the most chill, amazing people in your life, inevitably, it's going to be stressful for them. It's, it's just the way it is when you add that many people into an event. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Another thing I think is really important to think about with the wedding party is really asking, you know, is it an honor? When you ask somebody to be in your wedding party, you know, I think the the heart of it, the spirit of it is you're really trying to honor that person and say, hey, you know what? I love you so much. I can't imagine getting married without you there. And it would mean so much if you, you know, if you stood up next to me, supported me in this decision, you, you're with me, you know, when I say my vows and, and commit to marriage with my partner, I love that. I love that spirit of it. But I think what's happened with a lot of wedding parties is it's less of an honor and it's become more of a job. Like we're telling our friends, hey, when I say, will you be my you know, bridesmaid, groomsman, whatever, will you be a wedding attendant? What I'm really saying is, will you spend this much money on a dress you're never going to wear again and a hotel you don't want to stay at? Will you spend, you know, six weekends of the summer at my house for different events? Will you put a ton of time and money into those events? Will you stay up late with me to fold programs and things like that? And again, I'm sure the people in your life love you and would really be happy to do that. I was happy to do it. But it's less of an honor and it's more of, of a job, of an obligation. We are asking our friends to be party planners and, I don't know, shoppers and, and everything else. And it, it kind of gets to a point where you say, 
okay, you know what, like, why, why should I be in charge of how my friends spend their time and their money? You know, like, it gets a bit, I'll share a story for one of the weddings that I was in, there was a bachelorette party in Miami. And I wasn't going to be able to make it just, you know, I lived far away, I probably couldn't get the time off, it was going to be really expensive. Um, and, you know, the bride reached out to me a few times trying to get me to come. I said, unfortunately, I can't make it. And she's like, oh, you know, what if, what if I covered you? What if I covered your costs and you could pay me back later? And, you know, there's obviously that goes back to the drama and stress of it all. Do I really want to be owing the bride money? She's obviously out a ton of money for this event. Um, but I just kind of sat back and said, you know what? I don't want to spend a weekend in Miami going to pool parties and getting drunk and hanging out with a lot of people I don't know because a lot of the, the wedding party was from the other side of the country at another time in her life. I didn't really know them. And even if I did have the money, that's just not where I wanted to spend it, you know? And I think it gets to a point where we can't just say, oh, but it's, you know, it's for the bride. It's for the couple. It's for the wedding. You're in the wedding party. Therefore, you have to. Like, I kind of I kind of think that's bullshit. <laughs> like, you know, just because I'm in the wedding party or because you've asked me to stand up with you and be a part of your day doesn't mean you get to decide how I spend my discretionary time and money. Um, I think it's, I think it's weird that we think, or that not, you know, not us, of course, not people listening to this podcast, but that couples think that they sort of have ownership over their friends time and money just because they said yes to being in the wedding party. You know, it's yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> and I really think this thing that used to be an honor has become more of an obligation. And really the whole, you know, wedding party thing has become a bit of a spectacle. You know, we used to just say, okay, yeah, we'll go out, you know, for a couple drinks at the bar, first round on me, since you're the one getting married, that's the bachelorette party. And now it's like, okay, we're flying off to Cancun, or we're going to Paris, you know, oh, we're gonna have to have a, an engagement party and a bridal shower or a wedding shower and a bachelor or bachelorette party. There's all these fittings. We got to get matching outfits for all of them, matching robes. You know, there's, oh, I've seen countless posts on these Facebook groups of people saying, how do I propose to my bridesmaids? What do I put in the box? And it's a bunch of like engraved cups and hangers. And like, let's be honest, nobody wants that stuff. <laughs> Sorry, but ugh, like I do not need a cup with my name on it or a hanger with my name on it or a robe that I'm never going to wear. Never in my life have I said, I don't know what to wear yet. I should put on this robe while I think about it. Like maybe I'm just not the audience for this, but I think there's a lot of you out there who are just like me who think a lot of that stuff is not worth the time. Um, and that's not to say we don't, you know, love our friends and want to spend time with them and want to make them feel special. Just there are other ways to do that. Okay, now that I've rained on your parade plenty about the wedding party and made you feel like a horrible person for just wanting to spend some time with your best friends, again, refer to the beginning of this episode when I said no judgment, just an opinion, just my opinion. Let's talk about how we can do the wedding party better. Um, I think the first part of this is just communication. As soon as you ask somebody, or you know, even before you ask somebody to be in your wedding party, when you're sitting down with your partner and discussing it, really talk about what it means to be in your wedding party. Um, talk about that with your partner. What do you what do you want these people to do? What do you expect of them? What do you need from them? And then try to figure out, you know, ask yourself questions. Why why do we have them up there? Why are they taking photos with us? Why are we putting everyone in peach dresses with navy kitten heel shoes or whatever? Hopefully you're not doing a kitten heel. Um, but question those traditions and ask, you know, ask questions and, and make a, 
a wedding party that works for you. And then when you are asking people to be in your wedding party, be super clear with them. Say, hey, you know, I want you to be in my wedding party. And in my, you know, my expectation, or maybe, you know, that sounds a bit harsh, but what I would love is that you help, you know, my mom plan the wedding shower and I don't expect you to pay for everything, or maybe you do expect them to pay for everything and put all that out on the table and say, hey, that's what I'm thinking. That's what it means to me. What do you think? Like, is that something that works for you? Do you want to be involved? And really give your friends a chance to, you know, not disappoint you, not add extra drama, not don't lose a friendship over this, you know, don't lose, don't sacrifice a friendship or a relationship that you've been building for years and years and years, because, you know, your girlfriend is too scared to tell you that she lost her job and therefore can't afford to throw you this extravagant shower based on the Pinterest board you've had for the last six years, you know, like, why? Why do we think why do we think our friends should have to pull their money together to do stuff like that for us? Um, you know, just communicate, really, really communicate. Talk to your wedding party. Let them know exactly what you want. Give them an out. Value the relationship way more than anything else. Um, and if you do still want a wedding party, you know, after all this, but you're kind of thinking like, hey, Ashley, you're making a lot of good points. Maybe I don't want a wedding party, um, but, you know, I, I want something. There's definitely still ways to to include some version of a wedding party in your day without doing the traditional um, wedding party that we see in, you know, photos and movies and whatever. So I think it just really comes back to like, what do you want? So if the whole purpose of you having a wedding party is because you want to have a really cool bachelorette party, then don't bother with a wedding party and just, you know, message your friends and say, Hey, I want to have a really awesome bachelorette party. I want to go to insert, place here and I want to do this and I want to wear this and tell them exactly what you want. Don't ask them to read your mind. And you know what? Maybe they'll pitch in if that's what you're looking for some help. Maybe they won't, but maybe they'll help you just bring that vision to life. Or if it's a thing where you just want people to get ready with you in the morning, you know, you want to have all your best friends around as you're putting on your dress and getting your makeup done. Or sorry, if you're, you know, a groom putting on a tux or, you know, whatever you're wearing that day, and you just want people to hang out with you. That's fine. You can a hundred percent invite your friends to get ready with you that morning, you know, have some mimosas, do a toast, reminisce a little bit, take funny photos. You can invite them to do that and then still not have them as formal wedding party attendants who walk down the aisle. They can just be people who, you know, hang out and get ready with you. That's totally fine. Not a problem. Um, as I mentioned before, you can do the version where your wedding party walks down the aisle and then takes a seat in the first row. So that moment, you know, when you're saying your vows really is about you and your partner. You could have, you know, if you don't have a wedding party, you could still include some special friends on a shot list that you give your photographer and say, hey, it's really important to me that I get a photo with, you know, these cousins or these friends from school or whatever it is. Um, I've seen a version where a bride asked um, some special women in her life to all wear blue and they became her something blue. And then she took some photos with all the all the ladies in blue. I thought that was really special. Um, and then there's other roles in the wedding that, you know, people can be a part of. So you can ask somebody to give a toast. You can ask somebody to do a reading. You could have, you know, a special dance. You can ask the DJ, hey, like, can we do a dance dedicated to all of our best friends and get them to come up with us? There's a lot of options. And I think that's the whole point of planning an unconventional wedding is to question what's already out there, see if that works for you. And if it doesn't, make something new up. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I hope I didn't scare you with my wedding party ideas. You don't think I'm a horrible person. If you liked the episode, you can leave me a rating and review and subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And remember, relationships are more important than your wedding. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.